bailiff, bring me my shirt. Yes, Your Honor. And my pants, too. Smokies brings back the good old days. Outdoor houses to an episode of Terrorvision, a very special episode of Terrorvision. We're going to discuss a series of local commercials from Fargo, North Dakota, for a restaurant called Smokies. I am Toby Jones. Maddie Carryfell. Uh, I'm Alex Horeb. Uh, this is Greg Carlson. And I'm Ben Hansen. And so we're all together. We brought in our, our friend Greg Carlson here because he has rich roots in the Fargo, North Dakota area, and he can kind of maybe shed some light on the the universe surrounding these videos. And he also has a lot of personal experience with them. We all do, except for Maddie, because we all were raised in Fargo, North Dakota, listening to these classic uh, classic ads. Maybe, Ben, uh, do you want to just explain what the Smokies ads are first, sure. so people kind of know what we're talking about? Sure. Um, there are 13 ads locally produced for the Fargo-Moorhead area in North Dakota, Minnesota, for a basically just a um, beef and beer house called Smokies, which is in a, it's technically West Fargo, North Dakota, but it's one of those suburbs where you can't tell the city starts and stops when you cross the line. But don't sell them shark, Ben. They also have seafood. That's true. They also have seafood. <laughs> um, have any of us actually eaten a meal at Smokies before? I did not. Nope. It's I've hard. never been to Smokies. No. It, and now we can't. It's, it's, yeah. it's closed. It's no longer in operation. We should, we should we can, point out. Well, we have to find other ways to bring back the good old days now. <laughs> it, it, it should be many days of those times we didn't go. Yeah. It, unfortunately, it closed down in 2002. So if you're listening to this podcast thinking, oh, maybe they're trying to promote or say it's a great place to go, uh, we're not. It's it's dead. <laughs> or hopefully you live in 2002 and you can go. <laughs> in, in which case. Commercials, they're, they're the crew, they were masterminded. But the mastermind was the, was the titular Smokey, the guy who, who ran the place named uh, Obed Williamson. Who, uh, who passed away in, uh, you say, 2004? Uh, yeah, I think that's when he died. Um, he'd moved to Arizona and... Um, died of lack of smoking. He, yeah, he <laughs> didn't have enough uh, seafood or roast chicken or ribs or, or filet mignon down there. So. Or, or bucks and babes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not certain if they sold salad at Smokies, but it was certainly the salad days when they were making these videos. <laughs> he, he had complete creative control over these over these these creations. And uh, viewers like myself, I would be watching you know reruns of The Simpsons in syndication, and they would come on again and again and again. And I just hated them. They were so cheesy and lame, what? and I found them infuriating. What? And only years later, recalling them, I grew to love them, remembering how funny they really were. You're a dumb kid. I love them so much. I <laughs> you can't did. You really, you really loved them when they were on. Yeah. Oh my god! And and my pants too. I was I was in stitches. Like it, it wore off because they played so often. But I thought they were all hilarious when I was, mm. I was like ten. Mm-hmm. Missing pants joke. <laughs> I was ten. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah, I had just graduated from college during their original broadcast run, and uh, and my first serious college girlfriend was really fascinated by them. So we would try to we tried to figure out, um, even as they were airing in their original cycle, how many there were. Of course, we didn't see all thirteen at that time. And Toby even thinks that some of them were refused uh, airtime because of their content. Well, according to the the private, not private, just the Facebook page about the Smokies ads, which has write ups by people who work at Smokies. Whoa! I don't know anything about these ads. Uh, most stations refused to air the, the controversial hot pot ad uh, due to its due to its racially insensitive content. I totally saw that ad. I thought I totally I, saw that. I did too, but but like yeah. Toby said, it was only maybe some stations that didn't air it, uh, and others maybe did, or maybe like late at night, huh. it might have been it might have gotten a pass. And also, I only have. I don't know about you guys, but I only I only have vivid memories of viewing maybe the first five or six ads yes. on television. I only remember those, and then I only so for me the the, the last uh, several ads were actually brand new to me when I watched them on YouTube. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, very similar, very similar. 
I remember most of them, but yeah, it was the first five because I think the first five are the ones that really just sort of carpet bombed the market with them because when he said it was like every commercial break, like I, it was close to sometimes I, I want to say there was two in a commercial break. I mean, they played these a lot. If there was a local <laughs> ad thing opening, Smokey went in there and got it so he could get his ad in there. But unfortunately, that didn't mean that any of us were motivated to go and have a meal. <laughs> I mean, like, like, like I was 10. It wasn't like I could. Mom, take me to Smokey's. Let's go to Smokey's. I love to get a big rib basket. It's not like a Nickelodeon magazine ad where just Bobby. You know, because I, I gotta say, maybe I, I do theorize the food must have just been truly awful, given how much advertising there was for it to still close down. Because damn, there, you couldn't escape there it. There's one ad where it showed some of the food. Like it's like we have roasted chicken, and then it goes over to the next plate, and it looks like the exact same chicken, but like with rice instead <laughs> on the side. I, I it mean, just looks gross. I, I mean, I, I will say that like only about halfway through the, this run of ads do you really, do you finally get a view of the inside of Smokey's building and what the restaurant actually looks like and it does look pretty depressing in there really <laughs> it just looks boring to me uh, what our listeners should know is the reason that we're doing this is because you know there's a lot of funny locally produced commercials there's a lot of cheesy bad production values but they really stand out in our minds and if you're not from the Fargo-Moorhead area or even the surrounding media markets literally if any of anyone grew up there or was around during that time, if you say Smokies to them, they will automatically, sometimes vol- involuntarily finish it with the mm-hmm. tagline, which is, brings back the good old days, uh, because they played so often. And I remember them very, very vividly because they were just a little too inappropriate for TV commercials. <laughs> they and, and, the, and they were made between 95 and 2002, apparently, but they really feel like they were made to, from the early to mid-80s. Yeah, they feel like '80s, like shot on video, like sleaze films. Almost. And they seem like, like the closest thing I can say is they feel like skits from uh, Manser or from uh, the Man Show. This is this is localized for us in North Dakota, the the Smokies ads. But really, every region had these locally produced ads that are equivalent. The thing about that is, like after I very recently was introduced to the Smokies ads, to my delight. Um, but it made me think about growing up in Colorado, like. I can't remember local commercials of this caliber. And I even asked my brother, and we just couldn't come up with anything. Like, I highly doubt that our region was devoid of such amazing gems like the Smokies ad, but I just can't think of any that are, like, so uh, ubiquitous that anybody from that region could name it at that drop of a hat. Most places do have that kind of thing, though, because when I was living in Minneapolis, I would watch the local stations, and there would be not quite as amazing, but similar ads. And what's, what's really interesting, though, is, like, and then, you know, I recently moved to Los Angeles, and I'll watch the TV stations there. And what's amazing is that no matter where you go in the country, locally produced ads feel the same. Mm-hmm. They have the same, like, slapdash, sloppy, uh, just these people don't know how to put together. Poorly uh, lit. Yeah. <laughs> very flat. The, the person who owns the business always appears in them. Yeah. And is always sort of a middle-aged man who's kind of offensive. Yeah. And he was, he, he's really stilted and awkward. Uh, actually, Obed is a much better performer than most. Than many, uh, yeah. But, like, they always have the same kind of, like, folk art, like, feel. Like, these are people who've never made, mm-hmm. they don't know how to make a movie, but they're doing it anyway. Um, and they like, visible microphone cords and cables <laughs> going everywhere. There was, I don't know if, um, if you remember um, the commercial that was nationally uh, popular on YouTube that is sometimes, I think, if you if you look it up as the most racist local ad ever. And it's a, it's a, um, I think, I can't remember if it's an electronic store or a carpet store, but whatever the business is, the guy does every ethnic stereotype you can imagine. And it has like, and it took off and became kind of a, a a little YouTube phenomenon with million, with millions of hits on this thing. And and while the Smokies ads only have about 40,000 hits, um, on, on the YouTube channels, I, I think that that's still a testament to the fact that people around here, are big fans of of the Smokies commercials. And it's true because, like, Maddie, like, and it's not just that, it's not just, this isn't just a podcast about us reminiscing about this thing from when we were younger. Yeah. Because I show them to Maddie, and Maddie loves them as much as we do. They're They're, they're just, they're quotable, they're fascinating, there's, you can just watch them over and over again and just learn Mm -hmm. new weird things about them. And and please, if you were crazy enough to be listening to this, uh, and you're not from the Fargo-Moorhead area, um, on our, on our, go to our website, and under the entry for Smokey's commercials, if you listen on iTunes, just go to our website. We will have links to every single, all 13 uh, commercials that have been put on YouTube, which is a little bit of a story in and of itself, because apparently someone found a lost tape with these. And anyone who's from... The tape that was marked for destruction. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thrown away. 
But to I'll, be burned on my desk, Obed Williams. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone though. We actually did find a tape that says, you know, for yeah. destruction, like they that's. And so what happened was someone started this Facebook group saying, like, this is our Facebook group. It's a campaign to get these tape, these these commercials on YouTube. And some guy jumped in. He's like, I've got a beta SP tape. It's a master. It has all the commercials on it. I'll rip them and throw them on YouTube. And sure enough, it happened. And it's just like, thank goodness. Right. Otherwise, we'd be we'd be joking about these for no to no avail. Also, thank goodness the uh, Williamson estate didn't, uh, yeah, didn't feel didn't, the need didn't to track him down. Yeah, the, like, so I did. Uh, we did look up his obituary, Ben. Um, oh my god! Uh, earlier, earlier tonight, and in the obituary, it did highlight that he was um, that he, you know the, he was well known for this series of commercials. And that, you know, his colorful personality was, you know, beloved by many. Yeah. So, I'd certainly call it colorful. Yeah. He was a real kick in the pants. I, <laughs> I, we haven't actually said, what, who wants to describe what Smokey looks like? Because I think that's an uh, important part of it. He, he's, he's a, uh, I'd say, in, in, in the commercials anyway, you see him age over the, the course of the commercials <laughs> as well. And I would even say grow a little bit. Um, he, uh, he's well, in the middle, way. the smoky character. <laughs> There's a wide variety of things from judges, uh, <laughs> animal. He's, he's, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a, uh, a Bugs Bunny. <laughs> he, 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 he's, he's Wolford Brindley without the mustache is what he looks like. <laughs> but he, yeah, he's, he's kind of a, a doughy, uh, late, late middle-aged, bald, uh, you know. Sort of built like a football player, a truck driver. Yeah, yeah kind of Norwegian. Uh, he's, he's a Swede. He's a Swede. He's Swedish a, descent. A real, uh, a real chunkhead. <laughs> <laughs> and always surrounded by, uh, you know, uh, young women with yeah. kind of teased up. Mall hair and um, weird, awkward, like denim shorts. Yeah. Well, what's odd about them is they're supposed to be hot. They're supposed to be bucks and babes, but they're hot in the way that like 1983 car model babes are hot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what Horvath said earlier. That's exactly what I said. It's it's. But I don't get the feeling that Smokey said. I believe he genuinely is. These are the most beautiful women on earth. Oh yeah. To like, surround himself with. <laughs> I mean, they're probably people he knew personally who either frequented the restaurant or worked there or like, they, friends they, of the friends family. of them. Yeah. Acor- but, like, I'd like to imagine the, him doing like a. a Exhaustive audition to find the most attractive women. I think what Toby is talking about is the genesis for a feature-length screenplay, <laughs> where we imagine the life of Smokey and do a do a whole. The we would call it. Uh, what would we call it? Hot pot. You know, no, 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 no. The Ed Williamson, Smokey Williamson story. No, it's just it's just Smokey's the movie, and, and much like all uh, SNL skits turned into uh, actual films, it wears out its welcome after about the first fifteen minutes. But for the first fifteen, it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, let's delve into the actual commercials themselves. Yeah. yeah. So uh, in my my listing, uh, Greg, you can did you get your listing also from the YouTube or uh, yeah? Network? Yep. So the first video and possibly the maybe the most iconic one is the deserted island video. Yeah, that was the first one to air. And that feed, that starts with a uh, a beautiful uh, stock cartoon drawing of a deserted island with a, with a ugly gradient in the background and some, an, some you know, analog editing bay text on top saying, you know, so one day on a deserted island. And you enter on an image of, uh, of Obed and a attractive, uh, buxom woman from a cheap, uh, heavy metal music video in the eighties, uh, sitting, uh, evidently on the, kind of on the edge of a highway. <laughs> um, you can, you can, I'm sure it's at their lake house. Yeah, if you lean over, you can hear the car is driving by, and they're sitting next to a, to a, to a lake, and they're uh, oh, it's wearing a a shirt that's very clearly cut to tatters with a clean scissors. <laughs> like the lady comes up. Hawkins, I've noticed for the last few years that you've been depressed. In like the most wretched voice, and uh, he's. Like, You're right, Cupcake. I have been depressed. I need to take a Smokies, and I want to go to Smokies right now. Well, so that. That establishes kind of one of the principal themes of the Smokies spots in that if he's if he, if if he or any person is separated from Smokies geographically, <laughs> the idea is to I've got to get to Smokies. There's a, in, in many cases the the plot hinges on a character needing to get to Smokies yes. for the food, and that's why you know I would say creatively they falter a bit when they begin to take place inside Smokies. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and so this one really establishes everything about them because the, the acting is just it couldn't be more stilted and awkward, and the, the writing is just like confusing and weird. It's got the cheesy music. It's got this like 
one or two shots and really poor video quality. Yeah. And it's got the May-December kind of relationship yeah. between <laughs> Smokey and then the, the young woman with the, the bikini top. Yeah. yeah. And the, I think the ending is, is, is one of the most iconic things you can think of for a local it's true. commercial because yeah. anyone would be able to do it. Okay. I'm going to Smokey's. <laughs> Weeping off his shirt and swimming. Yeah, yeah he's just, just way tearing, Just to get to Smokey's. Tearing into the, into the... He hulks out on his way to Smokey's. The next ad is actually the, cl- the, the class ad. Which, now, I mean, that one's sort of offensive on a few levels. Yeah. yeah. So that one is one that... This one confused me the most when I was a kid. So it aired, you know, between the Simpsons, and it was just... It's, it's Obed teaching a school that takes place inside of a big black soundstage. Now, class, who was voted to have the best steak and prime rib in the Fargo Morad area? Smokies! Very good. And who was voted to have the best seafood and barbecue ribs? Smokies! Like these unsubstantiated claims that are being made by Smokey. In the, yes. Like he'll say, yeah. we have the best <laughs> seafood um, as voted by, and he never like says by Who's what. Voted, yeah. yeah, we were we've been voted the best <laughs> seafood in the area himself. for several years running, and you're like. I want to know, like, who's who's doing that? Who's taking that information down? And this is this is pre-internet taking over everything. And I do not remember any big like food or restaurant contest in Fargo. I'm sure there was something in the paper, but yeah, maybe it was, yeah, he's he's referring. Although he does, a Toby noticed tonight that mm. he takes out uh, he takes out a joke on the on the forum, the the Fargo <laughs> forum, right now, the, the the forum of Fargo Moorhead as as it is now, Good. because it, it's uh, it's suggested that the forum is only worthy of being toilet paper. <laughs> and they get all the answers correct, and he is he's astounded. I am simply amazed with such accurate responses, especially from this class. And so at this point, all the blonde women throw apples at Smokey, and he hides behind the desk, and then he goes, And that's the truth. Smokey's brings back the good old days. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> as, as a kid, I did not, I did not, it didn't gleam that the ad was trying to say that he couldn't believe that these blonde women were smart enough to get all these questions about smoking. Because as a blonde woman, I probably wouldn't know. Yeah. I, 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 I also, they have, the, their, they have their, their apples at the ready to attack Smokey mm-hmm. with, but um, I didn't get, did you guys get that 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 that, that reference when you were, when you them originally? I didn't know it was, it was misogynistic. I, I, didn't, I didn't understand it until watching it later. Uh, I thought it was more memorable than the, the big, um, for lack of a better word, shitty grin he gets on his face right after they throw that. Adam, <laughs> looking at the camera going, and that's the truth. <laughs> um, I, I would like to say that I did not only not understand the commercials when I was younger, I literally did not understand the joke until you just explained it right now. Because I just <laughs> I just rewatched it, and I'm like, I don't understand. Uh, so, the, so the next ad is uh, is, doc, is the doctor. It's the, This ad features Smokey, Smokey at a therapist's office, uh, just just ravaged with... Very, very Woody Allen. This one's yeah. my favorite. Yeah, ra- ravaged with, with misery about... Uh, about being away from, not knowing what to get at Smokey's. And uh, what do you guys think about that video? It's the only one with a woman who's not a buxom babe. But the, yeah, the Dr. Doctor ad is, um, which I think, you know, when, when, when we do the our top lists, I think you're going to be, uh, you won't be surprised how high it, high it ranks. Because the woman who does play the psychoanalyst, <laughs> she can't really um, focus on... She can't, her eye line changes at the end when she, he says, well, what about me? And she says, who cares? And then she's kind of like looking, she, she looks at a couple different places in that shot. And I always, (laughs) that was like the pinnacle of the acting in all of Smokey's ads for me. And Smokey's acting in in that ad is the best because the part where he just. When I go to Smokey's at West Fargo, I can't decide whether I want their gray steaks, prime rib, barbecue ribs. Or seafood. Or seafood. Or seafood. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. he, re, he remembers after the fact that he was supposed to put seafood in there. And, and But but the, the hand wringing, the hand yeah, shaking, yeah. what about what me? About me? Yeah. Is what the, about me? He, he wriggles his hands in a cartoonish way. But, like, it, what's interesting about that is that, like, it's he, he supposedly had creative control. But the way he's shaking his hands is as though he was directed to shake his hands in a certain way, and he did not understand the way he was supposed to shake his hands. <laughs> <laughs> so it's um, amazing to think that. Like, if he had creative control, it was his idea to, to shake his hands in that manner. Um, and no wonder I forgot they had seafood. Even Smokey doesn't remember they have seafood. <laughs> or seafood. And uh, the psychiatrist uh, immediately is overtaken. Where are they going? Smokey's! Well, what about me? Who cares? Smokey's brings back the good old days. I always am- 
in my mind, I always, this it's was the one that I saw the most. I imagined her wearing like a white lab coat, but I could be wrong about that. <laughs> so the next, the next one's another, I mean, all these, they're, they're all so good. The next one's the IRS uh, video, <laughs> the IRS commercial. Where Smokey is more of a blue collar fellow. He plays a, a blue collar fellow who, who shovels manure for a living. He says, I gotta get this pile of manure out of here. And he's, he's attacked by the IRS. And it's a very similar yarn. They, they, uh, they tell him he's the IRS and he just says completely as a non sequitur. Because the boss is taking me out to Smokey's for supper tonight. But the most memorable <laughs> part, aside from just how amazingly humorous the, the readings and the dialogue are, is that it's, it's again, Smokey in a relation. This actually is the only one of a, oh, a couple that ex, ex, uh, explicitly place him in a relationship with an attractive young woman, possibly mm-hmm. less than half his age, mm-hmm. when he says, um, And speaking of the boss, there she is! Unfortunately, it's too cold for her to be quite as scanty <laughs> as, 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 he, as Smokey would probably prefer. He's just wearing a large jacket, but you can still see it's the same kind of character. What I like about the ad the most is that it, it's almost as if, uh, you know, there's all the Smokey stuff in there, but it's like there was a another... Uh, sort of slogan that was invented for this, but it was treated as if it was a slogan that was always there. Uh, he goes to the IRS people, and he goes, You mind? And they go, You will pay! And they say in a way like, this is a reoccurring slogan for smokies, but it never occurred before and never again. I, mean, <laughs> really, I think it just line, it, it shows Obed's opinions about the IRS organization. Yeah, you know, you gotta get the man off my back. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what he's saying. That one does end with possibly one of the best lines, though, which is, you know, they say, you will pay, and he turns around and continues to shovel and says, Well, And when you're a kid, and the, the sound is recorded so poorly, when you're a kid, the first time you hear, you don't even know what he's saying. Paid to, you know, Smokey's jingle. So that, the next one is uh, is another classic, which is the Yes, Your Honor, the uh, the judge ad. Is the which classic. Which is also one of the most well-known. Yeah, sublime, just pure, purely <laughs> sublime. It's, I think in, in part because it has like an old, it's an old vaudeville gag. Um, you know, the idea that, that the judge doesn't wear clothes under the robe. And, and then, so the, so the punchline is, you know, bailiff, bring me my shirt. And my pants too. <laughs> and uh, and yet Toby, I think maybe should explain how beautifully uh, choreographed the tableau oh, of the wide the wide shot is. Well, the, the timing is really interesting because he goes, um, you know, he finishes up. He's like, whatever. I'm going to Smokies, and he gets up and he unzips very quickly to reveal his chest. And you cut to the to a, like four or five different simultaneous reaction shots of all the other people in there. And you get someone fainting, you get someone spitting out their gum, and it's, yeah. you know, you get a guy, a, a guy, I think, just turning away. It's just like five or six reaction shots all at once. It's the only time in the entire Smokey's uh, filmography where you get the sense that it might have been rehearsed in some way. It's just, <laughs> it's just, this meticulous uh, staging with all these characters squeezed in um, to do all these reactions. But the timing is so strange because he does the unzip, you get this crazy reaction shot, and then he says, bring me my shirt. And my pants too. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, that, that's pretty much all that. But yeah, uh, that was just. I, I think the, the way that he says it stands on a lot of people's minds. Of and my pants too. <laughs> Cut to the Smokies jingle, so and you're silly. thinking about him now getting dressed and right. going to Smokies. Absolutely. I mean, I think that once again, now we're there's a little subtext here that perhaps his, you know, the sight of his nude body <laughs> would be overwhelming to the average person, <laughs> causing someone to actually pass out uh, seeing seeing him. Yeah, that's what I found so strange. Why do they respond so so strongly to just Tim's shirt? Yeah. No, it's just well, showing his yeah, chest. Maybe, maybe, no, 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 because, like, no, no, I thought it was heavily implying that you could see much more. Yes, I, I, I'm with Ben. I think yeah. that the implication is that the, the, the stenographer, the court stenographer, yeah. can actually have a view yeah. that would reveal more than just the, the hairy chest. The, 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 fo- the, the folks in the courtroom <laughs> court got a view of Little Smokey. Stop right at the right at the belly line. Uh, then, then, here's where, I, for me, they become a little bit less memorable, and I start having much more ve- vague recollections of them. But the next one is the what ad, which is the, the one where he's in the middle of trying to do an ad, and he forgets because he's overwhelmed by the need by the, the right the, the foods yeah he's just this is the first one up. where you get to see the, the the shiny greasy brown interior <laughs> of the smokey's <laughs> restaurant the tavern yeah and i and i do agree with uh with you toby and and it makes it less memorable because 
is a local business owner saying, hey, we got crazy deals at my shop. And it's just like, yeah, you're the business owner. I was much more interested when you were a judge that felt this need to get naked because you needed to go to Smokey so bad. Or you were marooned <laughs> on an island and you needed to jump in the water even though you couldn't possibly swim. You just you needed Smokey's that bad. This is, this is the first one where he plays the owner of Smokey's. Right, it's kind of, which makes it kind of a letdown yeah. in some yeah. ways. But it's still funny, and it's also it also has an interesting kind of handheld aesthetic. That's true. He's, he's attacking the camera with all the stuff about the the deals, and it's shaky cam a little bit. You know, he's not on a tripod, and he's kind of like really addressing the audience directly. His his big uh, claw hands are kind of using <laughs> yeah. the crowd going toward you. And you know, it, like any Smokey's video, it's charming because it has sort of a, a quality and a rhythm to it that nothing else does. But it is definitely, I think, on a lower tier uh, of, the, of the ads. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Is this move, the one where you can on. see the yep, food? Yep, move the on. two chickens and yeah. that's all there is. Yeah. I think and so. It's an entire chicken each time. Mm-hmm. Like I've never ordered an entire chicken in a restaurant. I don't uh, know why anybody would. The never been to Smokies. Oh, that's yeah. true. You're right. Uh, the, the next maybe ad, uh, upon rewatching it today, maybe a favorite of mine, which is uh title only on YouTube ads, agree. This is the one where uh Smokey is wearing a hat and surrounded by five or six buxom uh, uh, scantily oh clad women. It's like 30 Helens from Kids in the Hall. <laughs> all, all, uh, no. Oh, it's only three. There's only oh, three, only three. three yeah. women three who are women. just alike in denim shorts and white t-shirts. Yeah. And they, Against they come, a flat wall. Yeah, they come marching like, in. Yeah. And they each, they each give a reason uh, for the amazing restorative powers of eating Smokey's cuisine and, and what it can do for you if you eat at Smokey's this is what can happen and they each give one good reason actually actually I, I do have to I do have to to protest they actually are only talking about uh, eating beef they do not say they, eat, they oh. won't even say from Smokey's they say the, the, the positive side effects of eating beef <laughs> it's, it's, it seems it seems almost like an anti-vegetarian ad so again Smokey's Smokey's inherent political view is shining through yeah, he's, I think he's got a finger, his finger on the pulse of many uh, important social uh, <laughs> and, uh, issues. The three things that they do, it, it makes you a better lover, yeah. right? Uh, clearly. It makes you smell better. Yeah, yeah he smell smells better. himself. Makes you stronger. Makes you stronger. Makes you stronger. Makes you stronger. But there's one thing that they all agree on, which is that, of course, it, it doesn't, doesn't do anything help good. with hair growth. The, the funny thing there is that he's wearing a hat for the whole ad, so they reveal at the end of the and ad. Is it, is it a, like a paper hat? Like a folded paper no, hat? No, no. It's like no. a newspaper boy. Yeah, it's an old man hat. It's just really right. funny that they reveal that he's bald as though the audience doesn't know who Smokey is earlier by that point. But my favorite thing about this ad, and part of what makes it really special to me, is that there are basically only five or six lines in this whole ad, three of them delivered by different women, and yet each line has a transition, a cut in between. You get a, a paper-turning transition, you get a heart transition, and it's as though these women cannot remember one line. <laughs> well, they're, they're fresh off the set of, uh, of the music video for Cherry Pie, and they hadn't actually spoke before in ads, so... <laughs> it just, it's incredible to me that, like, they couldn't have learned and done this all in one take. The shot doesn't change. It's a static shot, a wide shot of the whole thing. Also, I was just thinking about this. Is this the first one where the tension is directed the other way, where it's the women are attracted to Smokey? Because all the previous ones, it's Smokey implying that he likes the... Well, I guess in the island one, she kind of... Yeah. Yeah. But they're a couple. Okay. This one really ramps up the tension, Mm because all three of these women are, are sexually interested... Mm-hmm. It's smoking. Yeah, I mean, they can identify the and traits. And beef-addled yeah. body. Mm-hmm. I think this, this is the one that is by far the most overt about Smokey's desire to get with this kind of woman. Mm-hmm. And his, you know, I think that when you view these ads, especially when you're younger and you're first viewing them, you kind of get the feeling that Smokey put them together explicitly so that he could be close to attractive women for an afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> much uh, much like you, in your in your mind, you imagine... The job interview process um, <laughs> of, for actually working at Smokies and how that might go. Probably much like a Smokies commercial. What's the next one? Let's, let's move on. This is a one. good one, the next one. The next one is the controversial, uh, it's already, we've already talked about it a few times, it's, it's Hot Pot. Ah, Hot Pot. Which, uh, for a little backstory, um, again, this is one that I don't remember viewing at all, but uh, it, it features Smokey and, again, another woman in extremely offensive uh, garb. Like Aboriginal Ooh. tribe kind of deal. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it, at first I wasn't sure if it was cavemen. Like maybe he's not trying to be offensive. Yeah. Then I started seeing the bones. I'm like, well, I think he's trying to go more for the tribal thing, so it's, yeah. Yeah, it's getting more so offensive. It's, 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 it's offensive for a while. He's covered in dirt, and you can't tell if the dirt's there because he's dirtier. If, if it's trying to make his blackface. If it's trying to make his skin appear darker. <laughs> but, but, but basically, you, you're, like, a, dangerously close to blackface. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's quite 
So, and you don't realize quite how offensive it is until after all the dialogue is through, we cut to Smokey saying, ooga booga, ooga booga. Right. Like doing this, like, you know, he's, the implications that he's a cannibal, that he's, that he's actually cooking up a human being, a, 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 a sweaty, Large naked man in this giant cauldron. Yeah, and the oh. human being is is the like is intended to be the likeness of, uh, of of Tom Pantera, who was a writer for the Fargo Forum at the time, and he had written an unfavorable review of the Smokey's <laughs> Restaurant, uh, and so they they were getting back at him by placing him in his ad as someone who's going to be eaten by the racist. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit! I did not know that at all. Where'd you, where'd you pick that up? I learned about that on, on the on the Smokey's Facebook thing, but also, but Greg uh, in his studies that you, you found out. About I'd heard, yeah, I'd heard that too. That it was I I, I couldn't tell. You know, people said, "Well, that looks like Tom Pantera," um, because he he was for a while, you know, a well known local uh, writer and personality. Um, one thing I really like about the ad is that they're supposed to be like tribesmen. But the wife is just, she just speaks completely normally. Like, they have no distinctive speaking patterns. But she delivers one of my favorite lines in all of Smokies, which is just, and that is one of the many reasons why I love you. And, yeah, that, that's one of those lines where it's like, you do get the sense that, it, that Smokey himself, for all of his uh, troubles as, a, as someone who creates these inadvertently offensive and uh, sexist videos, is uh, somewhat self-aware. Like, that's a line that's mm-hmm. clearly supposed to be mm-hmm. self-parody. You know, these are all intended to be funny and intended to be cheesy, but it's just like there are many, there's still more layers than... Yeah, they're, right, there, there are multiple layers. And he does also uh, walk away hand in, uh, arm in arm, and he's wearing jeans underneath <laughs> of his cannibal's grass skirt. Yeah, yeah couldn't quite commit himself. Uh, right. Which is, which is bizarre when you think about it. Yeah, girl, the whole else, ad is super weird. It's by far the most uncomfortable to watch. And this is the one that you said that I see. I, I think I, I want to say I remember seeing it, but not not as often as the I thought, others. I thought I saw it air as well. I absolutely remember it airing. I absolutely remember him doing the jump up and down ooga booga dance. Uh, what I read on the Facebook thing is that a number of local affiliates refused to air the ad because of its offensive uh, racial content. Like it, it came out sometime between '95 and 2002, and like just straight up features blackface, like. And, and potentially, potentially, if it was between 95 and uh, 2002, it could have aired on air at the same time that Spike Lee's Bamboozle was playing in theaters, which is pretty <laughs> awesome. It's possible. That, that's a funny thing. I wonder what Spike, Spike Lee would have thought about uh, Obed's uh, filmmaking chops. <laughs> uh, so next up we have Fair, which is a quite dull, really, Smokey's ad, where, which is basically just Smokey deciding to go to the fair one day and, like, well, let's make a commercial while we're there. His, his, uh, the restaurant's proximity... To the Red River Valley Fairgrounds in West Fargo, I think is it's implied because it's not the only uh, of the Smoky com- yeah. movies commercials that takes place at the fairgrounds. But this is the first one where we see we're, we're at the fair, and he the script is alluding to a particular ride. Is yeah. it not? It's, it's yeah, it looks like that slingshot one. It's a slingshot. Yeah, he comes up with some line to say that like much like. This ride, you'll, you know, be, you'll up be up in the air. No, you'll be I the food disappears. Yeah, food dis- yeah. but it doesn't make any sense. He's, he tries to come up with some shtick about how the food disappears quickly, much like we're about to disappear on this ride. But they don't disappear; they shoot up in the air really fast. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a, in camera frame, so yeah, yeah. you see it the whole <laughs> yeah. time. Like, so I, I I'm, you know, I don't want to sound harsh, but I think it may be a poorly written ad. <laughs> uh, and also, yeah, he didn't just go to the fair and decide to shoot one commercial. He decided to shoot three or four, and they are by far his most boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next one is a, a, a strange one. It's the tall and the short of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the best strange. of the latter. Uh, yeah, it's one of the better ones of the, of the latter day. And it's, it's a little it's, like Ripley's Believe It or Not, though. <laughs> you, think, you wonder if he was, if he just imagined his mind, I'm going to try to find, or if these were actual servers from the restaurant, or just people, let's find the tallest guy we know, and then I'll have one of the servers sort of crouch down. Yeah, she's not even She's not short. even really that short, but she, she actually hunches herself down. <laughs> she was a walk-through frame. Uh, no, the, the tall guy I know worked there because he appears again in the final uh, video. Oh, yeah. But really, oh, I mean, it's just, again, it's kind of an awkward, stilted connection where he's saying we have tall and short servers and, you know, some places sell tall food and short food. They get a little bit too talky at this stage. Yeah, yeah. And he's trying to, he's, he's a bit too overtly talking about the food and the restaurant. But he, uh, he, the, the main point is he's selling tall food at short prices, 
which is uh, you're reminded of at the end when the screen is filled with text mm-hmm. and images to remind <laughs> yeah, like you. Yeah, like graphic. Yeah. Video and video, like the tall show. Yeah, it's, it's, definitely. It's the best of him as the owner videos, but they're not good. No. Uh, this next one is credit cards. Smokey, is he even in that one? No, this one, he, he does not appear. This yeah. is the, this one I kind of like, actually. Yeah. It's, it's a setting of a bunch of, 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 a bunch of uh, like, college kids hanging out at a bar just talking about how Smokey says credit cards. Or they're accepting. credit cards now. Is that out of place? Maybe I was a kid and I didn't understand. Was that out of place for a restaurant to accept credit cards in, like, 1996? I, I don't know. I, I would assume that, you know, most most national chains uh, did. But, yeah. but maybe a few local holdouts weren't taking credit cards. So he's most definitely being <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and, and so um, well, it's a group, again, of – but this, this is – it's an interesting commercial because – it's one of the few times in the Smokies universe where young males uh, enter the arena along with the, the attractive young women. Even though the final the final punchline is the most attractive of the women saying that she's going to study anatomy, anatomy. which is a, a kind of a non sequitur because it doesn't tie to anything that came before it. But she's clearly the most uh, the most comely of the of all the characters in the in the video. And the, the video has some sort of, you know, I would say, clearly Whit Stillman-inspired banter. Uh, <laughs> all of them, uh, you know, talking about how... They're mostly talking about Smokey himself and, you know, how dumb he is. Or a recurring joke. No, they're like, is. they're A, they say he's ripped between the ears. Between the ears, everything. Um, so he's uh, physically fit, but really dumb, is what they imply with this commercial. They, they kind of make between your ears as a your mom joke, as you can insert anywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it and, doesn't really come together. No. <laughs> and also, uh, I did not take it that it was a big deal that they were accepting credit cards. I took it that it was another play on uh, the in-house... In- outhouse, in-house, bathroom joke in that it's something that's so obvious. Of course you take credit cards. So there are these Ah. dumb Norwegians saying, yeah, and like kind of, I think playing up the accent a little bit and saying you're, you know, you've got a rock between your ears and saying, oh man, they take credit cards now. Wow. That's great. That was kids. I mean, if it was an old, if it was an old folk, maybe they do it, but these are kids talking about like, it's like, I don't know. I think they might have genuinely started taking credit cards. If someone was working at Smokey's and is listening to this podcast, please let us know. Please let, let us, us know. know. Did you start accepting credit cards <laughs> later in the life cycle? No, no. Yeah, seriously. TerraVisionCast at gmail.com. Let us know. Was this the first video to reference indoor and outdoor houses? I think so. Yeah. That seems like an old Norwegian, Swedish joke. Yeah. Well, just, you know, on the face of it. And it went... And as Toby mentioned, there were at least two Smokies ads that have the, the reference, and one of them squeezes it in twice. <laughs> in 30 seconds, you get two jokes about the indoor-outdoor houses. You know, you can say what you will about uh, Obed's film, filmmaking skills. The guy's got pacing just down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, much like John Carpenter, though, like, as he went on, you start to kind of... <laughs> <laughs> That is the first director I would reference when I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, the, um, the next one is, uh, is Maneaters, which features the growing uh, tiger. <laughs> Unusual. Where did you get a tiger? I don't know. But, at the um, fair. At the fair. Because they show I, it at the fair. With the ones? Yeah. yeah this, one, this was another one of the ads that was, um, even though there was some content shot at Smokey's, there, it also appears that there's content shot at the fair because um, the famous boxer Virgil Hill... Uh, agreed to appear it was the only time a celebrity appeared in any of the Smokies ads, and Virgil Hill um, even allowed this tiger to jump up on him. Um, <laughs> I that the, conversation of the shot. So yeah, we're <laughs> so assuming that the tigers are were part of just a traveling circus that was at the Red River Valley Fair. Yeah. Oh, one uh, thing I wanted to—I was telling these guys earlier that Manager's kind of reminds me of a look. One local commercial I remember, well, I don't know if it's local, from Colorado was uh, American Furniture Warehouse, where um, it was, again, an older gentleman with white hair, but uh, he ran a furniture store, and every commercial would feature large, wild animals, like tigers or panthers or monkeys, climbing around on his furniture. But it had nothing to do with the furniture or anything he talked about in the commercials. It's, it's interesting, because like that, thinking about that, just like, oh, I immediately think of like one of the whole, just like, the vivid, beautiful rainbow of different Fargo commercial personalities. Because you're saying that maybe makes you think, oh, what it makes you think of the carpet garage and the, yeah. and the lizard creatures who would run around. 
And then there's, I didn't even realize that was local to me. Mm-hmm. Like, and of course, there's the yeah, Mars yeah. guy. Like, there are so many characters that we had. Uh, I'm very jealous. <laughs> uh, so the, the next and final of the of the Smokies ads, uh, before Smokey, I guess, left, left for Arizona, mm-hmm. as, as you told us, we, we can maybe talk a little bit more about, uh, is called Move Into Town, which I guess is kind of, it really does feel like uh, an ending in a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so, he knew that yeah. it was going to be the final spot. Yeah so, so, yeah, so much like Agree feels like a sequel to Class, this feels like a very direct sequel to IRS. Where I, I was, yeah, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up, Ben, because wow. that's how I thought in my head uh, when, I, when I saw it. It reminded me of IRS because it has the pickup truck and being outside. And that's uh, probably the, the same location. The, yeah, the location. And smoky wearing overalls, which is great. Yeah, it brings back the tall guy from the tall and the short of it. And the, I, I, I mean, the, they do have poor filmmaking, but the filmmaking on display in this final ad shows that Obed has learned very little in his, in his time <laughs> making the Smokies ads because characters just change size on the screen and they just switch from one side of the screen to the next. Doesn't the tall, isn't the tall guy wearing a, a knit cap that has it says Scotch and it's the it's the Scotch tape, uh, the invisible tape that Scotch logo I think is what's on his huh? hat if I'm not mistaken. So maybe that, that's that. a clue that maybe the guy was actually worked for one of the TV. The stations have shot it because it would seem like the kind of freebie or premium that you might get if you bought a bunch of videotape from that was Scotch brand. You know, that's 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 quite an observation. I don't know. I mean, that's my that's my Sherlock Holmes kicking in because I want to know everything I can I can glean from Loki's yeah. canon. And in a, in a way, in quality, it's not, but in thematically, it's a bit of a summation of all of them because it, it, re- it revisits a lot of his pet themes. Because not only does it have that same location and the tall guy from Thomas Herbert, it also revisits for the final time the indoor outdoor houses. Right. Which is great because he's talking about the indoor houses, so they need lots of toilet paper. To which he responds, he has a big box of the forum, which is the paper. <laughs> It makes it sound like he was like genuinely uh-huh. angry. Maybe the, the 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 Pantera article really really caused a dip in their mm-hmm. in their uh, business. Chase some clean. Yeah. Or maybe screw the Fargo form. Go Smokey. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, see, I'm Team Smokey on this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to support the form. I'm behind Smokey 100. Um, Smokey's have given me a lot more joy than the. Oh yeah, uh, I just watched the ad again on mute, and yeah, he's wearing the Scotch tape hat, and does it is the Scotch logo. So, okay, uh, there we go. I don't know. Uh, so, do we want to go into research or rankings? I'll do a little bit of research. Uh, Greg, do you have any more to add about kind of the, the, the latter-day life of, of Smokey? Or... Well, the, I, I do. Re- I told Toby earlier that when Smokey um, died, uh, it, made the, it made the form again. And I, if, if, my, if my recollection is correct, it was actually a front-page article that indicated he had fallen down. And on that Facebook group – or not? no, I'm sorry. It was on the comments on the YouTube group. Someone suggested that he had fallen down while hiking or while outdoors and actually kind of like fell into a ravine and then didn't didn't recover from the injuries. But I, I wasn't I don't remember the, the details of the article, except that it's, you know, this like very colorful local personality that many people remember from the commercials had passed away in Arizona. But the forum did run his obituary and then um, a, a recollection or personal essay that I think John Lamb wrote. Um, talking about how much he loved the uh, the Smokies ads, and it was like a 600 word word essay. You can find it on the archive, but you have to pay for the article if you want to read that whole that whole thing. Is it wrong to think I can't uh, that Smokey would never do any outdoor activity or exercise? You see him shoveling yeah, yeah, manure. manure. <laughs> well, did, did Smokey leave at the time that the Smokies restaurant? Uh, croaked, or did he leave before? I can't remember if uh, I'm sure all that information is in the articles, and I feel remiss that I didn't I didn't track it all down before we um, started recording tonight. But I think he I, I don't know if he sold. I think he may have sold the restaurant and then and then moved to start another. He did start another business when he was in Arizona, um, which was ended up being a, a kind of a short period of time. There is if you do some Google searches. Um, you can find at the North, Ben, you'll, you'll appreciate this. Um, the, the, the North Dakota courts.gov website has text, you've seen this, of, of, um, the state Supreme Court uh, opinion versus Smokies of West Fargo. 
where um, two underage women were served alcohol in Smokies, and it went all the way to the state Supreme Court. <laughs> well, what's, what's amazing is that, like, these films, have been, these, these commercials have been so ingrained into not only ours, but also the shared consciousness of everyone in, in, in the Fargo-Moorhead area that, like, there'll be people in, in rest homes, people our age, when they're older in rest homes, in, you know, sitting next to each other in wheelchairs, one will say, bring me my shirt, and the other will say, and my pants, too. We'll be quoting these for the rest of our lives. We, we start talking about these... Um, a while ago, we rediscovered them on YouTube, and a friend of ours named Mike, unbeknownst to us, or unbeknownst to him, he did not know they're on YouTube, hadn't seen them since they aired in 2002. We were referencing it again because we've been referencing it more frequently, having discovered them, and he immediately chimed in and said, brings back the good old days, or he said, and my pants, too, without yeah. any prompting, without anybody reminding him, without anybody tells, telling him, like, oh, remember the smoothies commercials? No. It was just at the tip of your tongue. You air so ingrained in your head. And to, to break it out just, just up really quickly, Fargo's about 90 to 100,000 people. You throw in, you know, everybody, it's about 125,000. And the median market is about a quarter of a million people. But just so you know, like, it's not a generational gap thing either. Anybody who had access to TV, I would say, there's a chunk of a quarter of a million people, I'd say, in America that if you started saying Smokies, they would respond with brings back the good old days. Yeah, and Obed, I don't know if this is what he intended to leave as his main legacy in life, but that's what he has left. And, you know, the, many people now have been, you know, even in some small way, changed forever, thanks to um, Smokey's ads. My, my research, uh, I found this North Dakota Supreme Court case, uh, which is amusing for how boring it is, because it was two women who were 20, instead of 21, getting served alcohol. And the, the reason they went to the Supreme Court is because they appealed uh, that their appearance made them look older than 20, which is a very smoky thing to do. Uh, and for some reason, Scott repealed always. She was 21. <laughs> the other one was there are two reviews for Smokies on Urban Spoon, a site that did not exist uh, until after Smokies closed. And they, they are from two former uh, workers, males, I will note that uh, said it was absolutely great working at Smokies, and they really miss Obed. And uh, one of them mentions, last time we talked to Obed, he was considering moving to Las Vegas and hadn't talked, spoke to him since. And they, they both say, you know, rest in peace, Obed, because they had heard about his death. So, Yeah. So uh, for, would we like to each provide our top three favorites uh, of, the, of this series? Yeah. Uh, Maddie, go for it. Uh, I think my... Shoot, this is hard. Um... I think my number three would probably be IRS. Mm -hmm. um, just a classic. Or rather, thought so. And then uh, number two um, would be Yes, Your Honor, <laughs> uh, for obvious reasons. And my number one is Dr. Doctor, because I will never forget <clears throat> the doctor trying to exit and cannot focus her eyes on anything. Yeah, she doesn't. She really doesn't. That end line is not as ignorant. You know, she says, no. who cares? And just kind of lingers around and they just sort of slowly fade out. Between that and his hands, I cannot. Yeah. It's got to be my favorite. All right, Horb? Yeah, I'm going to go. My number three is agree uh, with, the, with the three women agreeing about mediators. And the reason why <laughs> is because I, I do remember seeing it on TV, but not nearly as much as the others. But when looking back on it, the fact that it just, uh, so much sexual tension with it. And the fact that it really made me laugh so much harder now, without quite as strong of a nostalgia build, I think that's why it deserves a number three spot for me. Uh, number four is going to be the IRS, mm -hmm. uh, specifically because the you will pay line. Like I mentioned earlier, it's just delivered like it's the slogan for the store, but it's never brought it before ever. Uh, and because of, you know, Smokey's probably personal view of the IRS. Uh, and then my number one is going to be Yes, Your Honor. Oh, yeah. Up ants, the gum spitting. Uh, I think you're going to see it in a lot of top threes because it's just, uh, to me, uh, I, I do like the Desert Island. It didn't make my top three. Yeah. I would say the Yes, Your Honor and the Deserted Island are the two most iconic. Those are the ones that are yeah. the most that if people remember Smokies, those are the two ones you're going to remember it for. And Yes, Your Honor is just a symphony because it also like, it begins with this like approximation of what a heated uh, mm -hmm. argument at a... Uh, in the middle of a, of a trial would be like maybe it's, it's his so impression hard. of a Supreme Court versus Smokies. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Toby, what's your top three? Uh, mine's you know it's gonna it's pretty familiar. My my number three would probably be uh, Yes, Your Honor. Uh -huh. uh, my number my number two would be IRS. 
Uh, and my number one, uh, just can't shake it from my mind. It's just a, a symphony of beauty. Doctor, doctor. <laughs> uh, Greg, what are your what are your rankings? Well, I think my my number three is probably a tie between the uh, the desert island and hot pot. <laughs> um, so I have to I have to be a voice for hot pot in there because it uh, it, it has so much um, inner text going on with the, the Tom Pantera reference. Um, and then number two is uh, yes, your honor. And number one, Doctor Doctor as well. I'm I'm a huge. That was the one that always was my favorite because of the handshaking. What about me? <laughs> and who cares with the shifting eyeline? It was the one that when I was uh, had just graduated from college, uh, many of my friends could then and still today quote or know exactly what we were talking about. My my sister and I will occasionally. If we see each other, we'll just shake our hands and say, what about me? And the other one will just inevitably respond with, who cares? So those are my picks. We should begin an ambitious project to to recreate uh, frame for frame and shot for shot all the Smokies commercials. <laughs> Gus Van Sant's psycho style. Um, Greg, similarly, when I, when I am saying to someone I need to go change... Uh, to go out somewhere, I will frequently say, "Bring me my pants, bring me my shirt, and my <laughs> pants." Um, now, now, that's good. now, you suckers uh, did your top threes. I will very quickly run through my top thirteen because I feel this needs to be comprehensive. <laughs> Number thirteen is obviously fair because it's a boring fair one. Yeah, Number twelve is moving to town, actually, although it's not anymore now that I know the Fargo form thing. Yeah, and also the indoor outdoor houses repeated joke. It's you. You definitely deserve to. Okay. Levels. Eleven is the tall and the short of it. Uh, number ten is meat eaters. It, all the ones with him being a business owner. Number nine is agree, and now I feel like I should raise it up. I mm, uh, agree's pretty good because I have number eight is what ad, and no one likes that. Uh, number, <laughs> number seven is crack card because I, I I do like the banter. Number six yeah. is hot. Yeah, number six is hot pocket, which I feel bad about. But hot pockets <laughs> or hot pot, hot pot. I'm one of its favorite uh, Saturday morning. The best uh, hot pockets in the FM area. <laughs> uh, number, number six is class, which I think class played as much as the any of the rest of them. It's just not quite oh, as good. Class yeah. was insufferable in its oh, air, air Yeah, it, it, it aired yeah a lot. Um, Smokey really thought blonde women throwing apples at him was the funniest thing. <laughs> and uh, possibly, for all we know, for all we know, uh, tantalizing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, number four is IRS. <laughs> Uh, number three is Doctor Doctor. Number two is Desert Island, and number one is Yes, Your Honor. Because I, like I said, I still use the "and your pants too" when I think it's hilarious. <laughs> and, and that's the one specifically. The, the other ones are inappropriate, and certainly Hot Pot is very inappropriate now. But uh, Yes, Your Honor was the implication that you are. Uh, numerous people have seen Smokey's Wang and are fainting because of it. Is <laughs> way too inappropriate even for a local ad that I saw it frequently as a child. Really ingrained <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> But Smokey getting away with it. Uh, yeah. Another business owner couldn't do it, but because it was Smokey, yeah. I feel that they let him do that. The yeah. was okay with it. If this was someone's first ad with just a guy, they might be like, "Oh, it's a." But because it was Smokey, he's like everyone's uncle. Like, "Oh, you." And he just gets a pass. Yeah, of course, nature of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Smokey just exists, and we all have to deal with him. Is <laughs> Hurricane Snooky is on the way. All right, so so go to the website. Check out all 13 ads. are only 30 seconds long, so it's uh, seven and a half minutes of pure joy. Uh, hope you enjoy listening to us talk about uh, commercials from our youth. For uh, This is for Ben, for Greg, for Horob, and Maddie and Toby. This has been Terravision on Smokies. And to play us out, the Smokies theme. Smokies brings back the good old days.